Conversations with Cordates. Welcome back to this episode of Convos with Cordates. You're here with your hosts, myself, Sammy, and my beautiful co-host... Oh, thank you. Anastasia. Stop, I'm blushing. <laughs> so today you can see from the title of today's episode, we're going to be talking about mental health. And I think, you know, it's a good segue from, you know, a good flashback to the very first episode that I did here on Cordates was mm -hmm. uh, in um, Convos on Invisible Disabilities. Um, and we did talk quite extensively. Wait, about wasn't Pride our very first one? No, no, no. So I was a guest. Oh, yeah, I yeah, was a guest, true, true. and then I became co-host ah, for, yes. for the Pride one. So um, yeah, we did talk quite extensively about um, mental health mm -hmm. in that episode as well. Um, but I think here we're going to just focus really specifically on mental health alone, rather mm -hmm. than invisible disabilities in general. Yeah. Um, and you know, we have uh, three beautiful people here with us today. We yeah. have a, a wonderful guest who's agreed to come and speak with us about mental health. So Jess, would you like to introduce yourself? Say hi. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure what to say about myself. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to. I can give you a brilliant introduction. Oh, okay. um, Jess is, uh, he's one of the PhD students yep. that we have the pleasure to work with, and mm -hmm. I have had the pleasure to work with you. Um, he is a computer whiz when it comes to <laughs> stats you. and Completely. things like that. Whether, oh whether you think that or not, because okay. sometimes, you know, a little bit, I can see a bit of imposter syndrome come out. Yes, yes. Um, but Listen, I'm sorry, you are the best one that I know of. Oh, thank you. Um, and that I've interacted with 100%. You're a stats, stats whiz, computer whiz, um, and foodie. Oh, oh yes. yes. Love, <laughs> love food. Yeah, we, uh, Sammy and I, we were chatting about the other day about going to Korean barbecue and stuff. And I was just like, damn, it's so good to have Jess around because you're like our food garbage can. If oh, we don't okay. finish it, yeah, you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, will. And I, I love will. that. <laughs> I love that. Well, not, just that you, not just that you can like finish any meal, mm -hmm. like you're very, you're always happy to take exactly. someone else's yeah. leftovers. Yeah. But not just that, but you're also very good at finding places that are delicious. Ah, okay. Yeah. I just I just look for the places with more than four stars mm. <laughs> <laughs> on Google. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, did you ever hear about that one theory that when it comes to foreign places, specifically like Chinese food, mm -hmm. you should actually look for three and a half stars because oh, what happens yeah. is people will rate it five stars for the food, but mm -hmm. like two stars for the service. Service, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, aren't used to that. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> so look for something you. at three and a half stars. <laughs> Authentic. <laughs> exactly. But that's that's the thing. It's going to be authentic. Yes. It's going to be excellent and good exactly. food. Yeah. Not like, you know, chicken balls and plum sauce. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that's American. The, Chinese the honey food, chicken right? yeah, or whatever it is. Chicken. Yeah, kung yeah, pao chicken. Yeah, kung pao chicken. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, but yeah. one of the reasons we wanted just you on the podcast mm. is um, you have been very open yeah. about your your mental health journey mm -hmm. and yeah. i think it's a really good breath of fresh air mm. yeah you know, it's to, always it's always really nice to have like a group of people that you can have these kinds of conversations yeah, with for sure and so it, it's like a little support network i guess in a way mm, exactly yeah. um and 
I, I think people will probably look at this and say like, oh, well, you know, the three of you having mental health stuff, like I feel so alone. I don't mm. I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just talking about this before we started, but Jess pointed out that one in five Australians have yeah. some kind of mental health issue that they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I think, of the people that are diagnosed. That's not oh, even yeah. including yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. that yeah. don't even seek treatment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say that it is almost certain that mm. you know somebody that mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say if you feel like you can't talk to anybody because you're all alone, I guarantee that you are not. Mm, exactly, yeah. 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 And I mean, this is like, we're, I, I would like to reiterate this multiple times throughout this podcast, but if you are feeling alone, go reach out to somebody, um, you know, check check in with a friend, check in with a family member, and best of all, check in with a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, I Unfortunately, and this really, really makes me angry, getting mental health treatment is a privilege oh, in yeah. a lot of yeah. countries. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's expensive. It is, oh my God. Like even in, so even in Australia where, you know, I'm coming from America, which has the worst healthcare system mm. that I know yeah. of. But like coming from America, coming into Australia, I thought, oh, it would be so much better mm-hmm. to be able to find the medical team that I need. Yeah. And it turned out to be really, really difficult, even with things like for the free health care that, you know, yeah. native Australians get. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just really strange for me to see that it's it's not better. Exactly. <laughs> or at least it's only marginally better. Yeah. yeah. So if you are looking for free resources, sometimes councils like city councils can offer free resources. If you are uh, at a secondary uh, institute like a university or college, they can typically offer services on campus. Um, mm. And also you can go to your GP. Yeah. Sometimes just talking with a doctor I, I completely understand if you cannot afford therapy, um, but if you can talk to your GP. Mm. Yeah, um, I actually think that starting with your GP mm-hmm. is the best because yep. you already know them. Yes. And so you're probably slightly more comfortable talking yep. with them yep. than to just say, hi, stranger, here's all of my issues. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. therapy in itself, going to a therapist, it's like dating. You have to oh, find yeah. the right therapist. <laughs> and if it costs like $200 a session, uh-huh. that's an expensive goddamn date yeah. <laughs> that oh, you yeah, pay yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, like to go on speed dating, but every single time you switch people, you have to pay $200. <laughs> like oh I'd God. leave so yeah. fast. Yeah, $200 and have to tell your whole life story from the very beginning. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. draining, yeah. <laughs> right? It's yeah. really, really, yeah. really hard. And another thing is that your GP might be able to recommend you a psychologist who do bulk billing. Yes. So mm. you don't need to pay anything. But the downside of that is that uh, you have to wait for longer. Yeah, mm-hmm. the wait times yeah. can be longer. To say right. also bulk billing is a very Australian specific term mm-hmm. for all of yeah. our <laughs> North American <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, unfortunately, that advice does not apply to you, but at least you can get a good recommendation yeah. from someone that you mm. already trust or know. Yeah, just uh, bulk billing is basically going to a public practice rather than a private practice. Yes. Yeah. Kind of, not exactly, but mm-hmm. to put it into perspective, yeah. that's kind of what it's like. Yeah. And I think another big barrier, we've already spoken now about like the, you know, monetary barrier, but mm-hmm. um, 
one that I know I've personally experienced, I'm sure you guys have as well, is the like social barrier mm-hmm. to seeking help. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think I've mentioned it on previous episodes of like the feeling of am I sick enough to seek help? Oh my God, um, yeah. But also the the judgment from others. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. gotten significantly better among the newer, younger generation. Agreed. But in terms of like family mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Um, uh, coworkers or, you know, supervisors, yeah. those like older generations, mm-hmm. I definitely expected a lot of pushback and in some cases did receive pushback. Uh, I completely agree. My, my biggest pushback in in my life like I find friends are very understanding even if maybe they have some preconceived notions I feel like they're not Mm. necessarily going to voice them Um, but family doesn't family doesn't hold back because apparently you can bully each other in your family which fucking sucks Mm -hmm. Um, but to be fair to the older people in my family um, the culture that I come from it's seen like Russian culture tends to be a very prideful culture it, and very like hurt yourself prideful mm. in the way that, you know, you you don't talk about your feelings. You you definitely don't seek help. And 100 percent you don't take medication because oh, okay. it's seen as you've given up or you're crazy. Mm. Right. Like only crazy. Yeah. People Wait, do you yeah. mean medication therapy? in terms of like mental health medication yes. specifically yes. okay yes. so like you could you could get a vaccine oh yeah yeah yeah. oh <laughs> my god yeah yeah sorry <laughs> yes to clarify um men yes medication to 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 help with your mental health mm-hmm. um yeah because you know and and i i do not think these words i do not think this way but yeah they basically think you're crazy if yeah. you do want to seek out in any therapy and 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 medication so um yeah, how about you, Jess? Because you come from a similar yeah. culture in terms of its strictness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember when I was in high school. So all all schools have one counselor. Mm-hmm. So um, it was sometimes kids would go see counselors in the middle of class, mm-hmm. and so when they're not around and people know that, um, the other kids know that. Oh, they're at the counselor's office. Mm-hmm. Then there will be this like negative. Um, it, it, it's seen as this really negative thing, like oh, like something very wrong must have from the other happened. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, wow! Yeah. Do you mind saying where you grew up? Oh, um, I grew up in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. so very, uh, still, still very traditional in a lot of ways, even mm-hmm. though it's kind of, um, kind of slightly westernized but yeah then, more progressive than yeah, 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 you know yeah. mainland china oh yeah, yeah yeah then like maybe south korea or mm. like mm. japan but still like very backwards mm-hmm. in a lot of the thinking yeah. yeah 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 japan has really bad like mental health um stigmas i yeah. find really mm-hmm. yeah 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 in in hong kong as well cuz a lot of people that I know of who are from the older generation, they would read the news. Mm. And sometimes, you know, um, some people, they might, I, I don't want to give a diagnosis to people, but maybe they're struggling with stuff mm-hmm. and they don't really know what they're doing. And then they accidentally hurt someone on the street. Yeah. And then 
a lot of people would read those reports and go, oh, people who struggle with mental health, they're like crazy. Or, or unsafe. Yeah, unsafe yeah, yeah. to be around. Yeah, 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 yeah Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So and I think definitely, because we, we did, I did say earlier that I find younger generations are more accepting, mm-hmm. but I still think that there are certain mental illnesses that are still highly stigmatized no matter yeah. what and again exactly. it's that same idea of mm-hmm. like to be around this person is unsafe yeah. mm-hmm. and exactly. it's n- almost never the case but yeah. sometimes it's because of media right like oh, there's yeah, yeah, there's yeah. films that portray yeah. certain mental illnesses oh, yeah. as yeah. being like like the the scary like serial killer movies and yeah. stuff oh yeah what yeah. the hell man yeah. mm-hmm. like and and the thing is a person with a, a mental health diagnosis is probably the least likely to no, actually that, hurt that's you. actually like yeah. evidence evidence fact yeah. that like someone who had a traumatic experience mm-hmm. or um struggles in that way of mm-hmm. like mental health ptsd whatever it may be yeah they are less likely than the average person to then be violent towards other people exactly Mm, yeah um correct me if i'm wrong but are they more likely to be violent against themselves like to self-harm um more so i find i'm I'm remembering just one statistic but it was more that they were to be a victim again especially if they experienced trauma in a young age that they were more likely to return to that state of Mm. being a victim yeah yeah. because familiarity yeah yeah, 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 than to become a you know Perpetrator. Uh, perpetrator. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you mind if we talk a, a bit about your 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 mental health journey? Mm. Yeah. Um, and kind of what if if it's okay? Yeah. Uh, what made you step into wanting to seek help? Mm. So, oof, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> so, I grew up. Um, in the family well I, I i would first of all like to acknowledge that i did come from a pretty privileged background mm-hmm. um in terms of like economic class mm-hmm. uh, and i never had to like worry about putting food on a table or anything like that mm-hmm. um so my parents i so i grew up in a home where there wasn't a lot of love expressed mm. and uh there was a lot of uh, verbal abuse happening and um, maybe a little bit neglect as well mm-hmm. um, which I'm not going to <laughs> go into the yeah, details um, but I've had a lot of uh, traumatic experience um, at a very early age and uh, I remember so recently I read a book called adult children of emotionally immature parents yes was that the book i recommended <laughs> yes, yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah i really recommend people yeah. read that book. love that book yeah mm-hmm. and so in the book um they highlighted a lot of experience from um a lot of experience of people's trauma past trauma and how they felt when they were experiencing those things and mm-hmm. one of the um one of the one of the uh, people who shared their experience Mm -hmm. said that they felt really alone in their experience and Mm. that they didn't know how other people were experiencing their lives. Mm -hmm. So they felt really alone in their struggles. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good summary of how I felt as a kid. 
Yeah. Um, and then when I was in high school, I started working with. Uh, so I went to a Catholic school, mm-hmm. uh, primary school and high school. So I I used to be very religious. <laughs> but that must have been very tough because I I mean from my experience with religion is it's very similar to you keep things to yourself. Yep. You don't yep. share anything yep. like you know you, your struggles are your own struggles because oh, yeah. they're your sin and you keep it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, idea yeah, yeah. of like an illness being sin, sin. or retribution oh, yeah. for sin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Such oh, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I Dude, hate that. In 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 Russian Orthodox culture being on your period is a sin. Oh, oh, yeah. There's a lot of cultures that are like yeah. that as yeah. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking yeah. bullshit. Oh, Anyways. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, like, yeah. look at women like they're dirty. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. That's a, that's a different podcast. <laughs> that's a different episode. <laughs> we'll return to that Period. later. <laughs> <laughs> if that. Because I don't know how much I, I like, want to get into, into that. Because everybody has their own opinions and everybody has a different relationship with things so yeah yeah yeah. anyways let's get back to to going (laughs) going to high school (laughs) yes high school so um yeah i was i was very religious and um so i started working with uh a teacher uh the religious teacher who uh was very abusive Oh, verbally. I'm so sorry. And so, um, I think around that time, I, I was like, I think I was like 15 or something. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, uh, I think that was the first time that I felt like, oh, I think like I want to end my own life was when I started working with her. I think it was just all of the things that were happening at home and then um, having like a really abusive relationship with her. And then also, like, because it was, like, year 10, I think. So, like, studying mm-hmm. and, like... And also just being Yeah, t- being a teenager. in high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, high school's rough for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so my mental health kind of just kept going downhill. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I finished... Uh, well, I didn't finish high school in Hong Kong, but then I finished year 11 and mm-hmm. then I went to Australia and then around that time my mom got diagnosed with lung cancer mm. and so after like a year and a bit she passed away yeah. and then Because um, I, I didn't really have a good relationship with my either one of my parents mm-hmm. um, But even then it was still really hard on oh, of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, on top of that, three weeks before. So when my mom was diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. my aunt, her sister, was also diagnosed with the same cancer, oh like a month or two apart, I think. Oh, wow. And then, um, and then like other family stuff were happening. And then my grandmother got a stroke or something. And then she, my grandmother died, I think, three weeks before my mother died. Oh my god! Life yeah. was like, you know what? How can I fuck this up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like Jeez. one thing after Snowballs. another. Snowballs. Yeah, 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 yeah. When oh. it rains, it pours. Jesus. Oh yeah, yeah. So like a lot of things were happening, mm-hmm. and then so a month after my mother passed, I started my first year at uni. <laughs> so oh. literally like one thing after another. Yeah. Yeah, and I I did not do well in my first semester i think i barely passed everything yeah yeah i I barely passed everything and i thought about dropping out of uni well Mm -hmm. congratulations for passing because like i i think that that's 
like all that you could have yeah. asked for. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. huge deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought about like, should I change my degree? Should I change, like, should I go to another university? Mm-hmm. Should I just drop out? Um, then I, cause I, well, I'm, I'm Asian, so none of that's allowed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, yeah. so I have to keep going. Yeah, <laughs> the truth. Um, and then, um, yeah, I, I got, things got a little bit better in my second semester because I thought, you know, maybe I should pick courses that I'm actually interested in. Mm. And Can so, I ask a quick question? Yeah. Did it, did it, uh, was it better that you were further away from, from your family when you did go to university? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, 100%. It was so much better. Um, mm. Unfortunately, maybe like a lot of Asian families, they're there's always some sort of family drama mm. Mm. and especially when you know when someone is dying mm-hmm. uh, you have to there are a lot of things to discuss like a lot of things like um what do you do with their property mm-hmm. after they pass away yeah we talked um, about this in yeah. the um morticians episode yeah. mortuary yeah. episode yeah mm. like or like um you know what um yeah a, a lot of things about like what to do with their property after mm-hmm. they die that seems very like unemotional you know the person is dying and it, it almost seems like a distraction like you know let's focus on things like you know how, oh, what yeah. do we do with their possessions yeah, i mean yeah. it is definitely a coping mechanism oh, oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah yeah. 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 yeah 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 and also lots of decisions to be made around like, do we want to resuscitate them mm. if they stop breathing? Yeah. Um, do we give them more medication so that they might get a little bit better? Mm-hmm. Or do we just let them go peacefully? Right. Or do we, um, do we let them stay at home? Mm-hmm. Or do we go to a hospital? Like, a lot of little things yeah. like that. It's, it's just, um, you know different people have different opinion mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and you you argue about it and then you might want to blame things on people mm. so yeah lots of family drama on yeah. top of the other existing yeah, <laughs> drama yeah. illness really tests <laughs> yeah. tests relationships yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah 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 um yeah, so I got a little bit better in my second semester at uni mm-hmm. and then but then still I I I think at that time I was still not doing great, mm-hmm. but I was aware that I was not doing great. That's the first step. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because it's very hard. Yeah. To, to come to that awareness. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I'm speaking again from from uh-huh. experience. Yeah. It is hard to come upon the. I think I have a problem and I need help. Yeah. It's yeah. Very hard. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And um, I remember being on. Are you okay, day? Yeah. <laughs> Which is I is is it in August or? Uh, it was actually really recently, so September. Yeah, yeah, mm. September. And I remember at that time, because um, I had a really great, um, I, I had really great um, lecturers mm-hmm. and professors when I was in my first year, actually, and one of them was like oh, today's Are You Okay Day. Is everyone doing okay? Like, there's free counseling on campus if you need it. Yeah. Um, the mental support is pretty good for students mm-hmm. at UNSW. Um, 
and at that time I was kind of like, oh, maybe, <laughs> just maybe. <laughs> But it's good to have to know those options. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So、um, eventually, I went to the free counseling on campus, which、mm. was really good, and、um, they recommended me.、Um, well, they gave me a list of. Therapist or psychologist that、mm. I could go to, and then I picked one, and I was like, okay, I'll just show up and see、yeah. what's happening, and、um, yep,、yeah, started going to therapy, and、um, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well,、um, by the way, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. yeah. Um, really appreciate you. Yeah. You you getting so bare and oh yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. really appreciate that, yeah, and yeah. I think our listeners would also appreciate. Oh that. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I feel like. Uh, like sixteen or fifteen year old me would benefit from like hearing like、it. this, yeah, yeah, like yeah. hearing yeah. this and knowing that oh, actually, it's very normal for people to struggle, yeah,、mm-hmm. and it's it's more common than people think because like we said at the beginning, one in five people in Australia struggle with some sort of mental ill health, yeah, and, and that's think, like diagnosed. Oh yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 and it's so important that. We talk more about this.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Stigmatize it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's funny that you say that because I think I've mentioned it on a few podcast episodes that the reason why I started this podcast is for fifteen-year-old me. Yeah, yeah.、Absolutely. Because I wish、Love、I、that. had things like yeah, this. Like、yeah. you do feel so alone. Yes. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, for in my case, I kind of like YouTube was was the、oh, thing,、yeah. right? So you yeah, kind of、absolutely. you turn to all these vloggers and YouTubers and stuff、yeah. who also were so open、oh, with、yeah. with things about their life, and you know, it it did make you feel less alone、uh-huh. hearing hearing those those yeah, people yeah, share yeah, their yeah. Yeah, their stories, yeah. Yeah, yeah, being so vulnerable. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can I ask? Because we we were talking about this a little bit before about like、mm. the therapist speed dating. How many、oh, yeah. times have you changed therapists, if any?、Uh, twice,、mm. I think.、Mm. So the first one, the first one, I think I was with him for maybe three years.、Mm. Yeah, and then, I mean, I I feel like he was quite helpful in helping me with the more immediate things、mm-hmm. with. Um, like dealing with my mother's death, or like coming out because I was very much in the closet、mm-hmm. at that time still,、mm-hmm. and so that helped me come out.、Um, just I guess just、um, like helping me think about things.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. very helpful.、Um, and then, yeah, that's another thing is that like the. You know, we talk about how you need to find the right therapist for you,、yeah. but even the wrong therapist can help get you started. Oh yeah. So、100%. like seeking any kind of help、yeah. is definitely better than. Oh yeah. No like, help at all. Yeah. 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 May I ask what made you want to switch therapists? So I didn't switch voluntarily,、mm. but he told me that. Oh, because you're getting much better.、Mm-hmm. I think maybe we don't need to see each other anymore. Okay. But if you know you want to get in touch again, that's fine as well.、Mm-hmm. And so I stopped going to therapy for maybe a, a few months after that.、Mm-hmm. And then, because it was actually in the middle of COVID. Yeah. So、um, other things were happening, and、uh, it triggered me to go back into therapy again.、Mm-hmm. So my second. Maybe I I I'm not sure if they're an actual therapist, but this is、uh, 
It's just some guy free. on the street. I don't think that's right, Jess. <laughs> yes. Hey, if you trust them, anybody <laughs> talking about it can yeah, help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I went back to the free um, uni counseling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I believe I was told that they could give me three sessions, and after that, they would have to recommend me to go outside. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, after three sessions, uh, my counselor thought that I was doing much better than I was previously. Mm. Um, so I was uh, kind of off the hook again yeah. for a little bit. But then I was like, after a few months, I was like, mm, I think I need a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I uh, found another therapist again, which is my current therapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I admire your self-awareness. Yeah, oh, thank absolutely. you. Thank you. I- yeah. I feel like you don't need to... This is something that I've learned recently, but um, therapy isn't... Or, like, help, getting help in general. It's not about fixing you. Yeah. It's about optimizing your life. Like giving you the you, tools. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. if you are in a privileged position to do so, even if you don't have any, like, identifiable mental illness mental struggle whatever it is i think they're just it's really good to have that check-in with yourself Mm -hmm. and like you said optimize your daily life um because i've definitely had some really amazing revelations even separately from oh yeah like discussions about my mental health Mm -hmm. in therapy and Mm -hmm. so i think it's it's just a really good if you are able to um to just do it anyways mm, yeah i agree yeah, yeah i feel like so many people can benefit from <laughs> some therapy mm. yeah oh 100 yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's um it's coming i think to that self-awareness mm. that's really hard because for me that was that was my biggest struggle is you know again i come from the culture of like you don't really seek help you kind of deal with yeah. it on your own yeah and um it, i didn't go to th- uh, sorry it's not that i didn't go to therapy I wasn't the one who knew I had a problem. Mm, I had okay. a friend tell me I have a problem because I was open with them and that I wanted to end my life. Right. And they were just like, please seek mm-hmm. help because yeah. that's not normal and you can't mm-hmm. deal with that by yourself. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that's not something that you you deal with by yourself. Uh-huh. Um, and as, as, as maybe obvious as that sounds yeah. it wasn't obvious to me at the time mm-hmm. yeah. I wasn't in the in the space yeah. to, to to think about yeah. that so yeah. it was I I was lucky enough to have a friend like that to to um to to get me into therapy but to tell you the truth with therapy things got way worse before they got better mm. oh yeah, yeah. like that therapy happens. opened up like oh yeah and and it was funny because I, I spoke about this to my therapist and I'm like I am getting worse yeah I am getting worse and she goes yeah because um you've been literally living on adrenaline oh, up yeah. to 20 I think I started therapy at like 28 she goes you've okay. literally been living on adrenaline uh-huh. up and for 28 years mm. and that's why when you were going through really really tough things um it, it, it was it didn't get to that because yeah. you were in in your flight. I was in my in my flight and flight response for mm-hmm. twenty eight years. Oh yeah, and then when things like that was one of the reasons why my friend was was able to point out that something was wrong was 
things were good in my life. Think mm-hmm. I was safe. I was uh, was I am safe. I'm in a good relationship. I I have good friends. I have a good support system. I everything was going well, and yeah. yet I I didn't want this life anymore. I mm-hmm. I, I was. I I hated my life, like, yeah. you know, plain and simple. I hated my life. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that I, you know, was, was talking about to my therapist is like, I shouldn't be sad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right? Yeah. You get that like sad. depression yeah. guilt yeah. where yeah. you're like, yeah. I am in such a privileged position in life. Yeah. I, I come from a first world country, you exactly. know, I'm from the global north. I'm, I'm comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet I am so unhappy. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I have no uh, quote unquote right to e- be. Uh-huh, exactly. Uh-huh. And I, I and I would feel bad because I mean, I'm I'm not I've talked about this before. I'm not a very open person t- to begin with. Mm. And um, so opening up to people was already a hard thing for me because I never want to burden anybody. I don't want right. to burden people with my mm-hmm. feelings. Yeah. I don't want to burden people with, you know, the the, the really shit struggles mm-hmm. of my own life um and so it, that was one of the reasons why therapy was great for me yeah. because i was literally paying this yeah. person oh Make yeah them work for their money yeah exactly <laughs> i was paying this person to hear me so i felt better about doing yeah, that yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah um but yeah I, it was such a big um mental struggle for me to get over the depression guilt where it's mm. like i shouldn't be sad I, you know, shouldn't feel it like this. Um, And also just putting on a brave face, Um, Mm. you know, because it's like I still had uni. I still had to do a PhD. I still had to do all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I... I knew that one of the things that would break me is people asking me, hey, are you okay? Because I was literally walking around like a, a pot of boiling water on the verge of tears. Mm-hmm. And and God forbid somebody asks me if I'm okay because then it's just like, fuck, They're turning no, the heat not. up. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's just like it, I would overflow. Mm. And so, I, you know, instead, if I came into the lab and I was like, hey, guys, how's everything going? Mm. Are you guys good? Yeah. Then nobody would know that I actually barely got out of bed. And Mm -hmm. actually, every time I get back from the lab, I'm having a panic attack, Mm. you know, and 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 yeah, the easiest way would be like just to to end my life, because Mm. then you end the struggle. You 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 end the hurt. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, and lo- it's very much a, a permanent solution to what you don't see at the time, but what is a temporary problem. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. You do not see that, and and even then, you find it as the best solution, yeah. not even the only you, solution. It's, it's the best some weird solution. thing that your brain does, where it's able to just convince you mm-hmm. that this is the right thing to yeah, do. Exactly, yeah, yeah. and. In my case, it felt like the selfless thing to do. Yeah, and it's mm. it's messed yeah. up. Yeah, it's like so you're fucked. doing everyone a, a favor, favor. Yeah, exactly. So that you're not taking up space mm-hmm. that Basically. you don't deserve. That's yeah. exactly. Yeah. That is exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Um. And wh- what would happen was, you know, I'd, I'd get a little bit better, and then I had better weeks, and. I remember one of the things that went through my head was try to remember these good feelings. So Mm. whenever I'm going through another like depressive episode, try to think back to that one week where things were good and when you were happy, 
but it did not fucking work because as oh, yeah. soon as I got into the depressive state, it was like, no, you're lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. oh, you yeah. actually did have a bad week. Yeah. You just didn't yeah. realize yeah. it. Yeah. You know, yeah. people were faking it. People mm -hmm. were lying yeah. to you. Yeah. You yeah. still are a piece oh, of yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I can see the bad things happening. Like, yeah. look at all of these bad things that are happening. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, I, I you know, uh, it's depression isn't just being sad <laughs> like, oh, no. let's get this out of the way it's not just being sad um it is an overwhelming feeling of like in my case it was like no control mm. over yeah. over anything and mm -hmm. yeah this this feeling of fuck like i was in those in those episodes like i was so cruel to myself yeah you know and i was my my like no and that was one of the things if if people would tell me like oh like you know but and i know that people were trying to help but you know it's just like oh but 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 things are good and it's just like what do you want me to you say feel guilty or? yeah exactly i mean i'll right. say yes yeah uh -huh, and then uh -huh just basically at that point to shut the person up yeah. yeah yeah one of my favorite um i think it was a vine maybe it's a tiktok one of my favorite videos on the internet is someone saying like why do you have depression there's so much happiness in the world and the guy yeah. responds with well why do you have asthma there's so much air in the world <laughs> like that is it's, so true. it's so it's you just don't you can't, you can't comprehend mm -hmm. how your brain will just be your enemy exactly in those really really dark it's times. really terrifying because oh, yeah. now i think back to those episodes that i had and it terrifies me that i was so close to ending my life yeah and like i like uh, now you know I, I can i can look back with hindsight being like you would have fucking regretted that Mm -hmm. You oh, would have yeah. fucking regretted oh, that. Yeah. But I wouldn't be alive to regret it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you exactly. Know I mean? There <laughs> exactly. are actually stories from people who have tried to take their own life mm. and survived or like lived yeah. afterwards. Mm -hmm. And they would look back on that moment and they said, like, the second that I started to like to kill myself, yeah. I didn't want to do it anymore wow yeah mm, there have yeah. been testimony I'm, I'm not going to say that that's everybody's yeah. experience yeah. Yeah. but there have been testimonies from people that said that the second that it started they didn't want to go through with it anymore yeah. but they you can't once you start you know yeah. in yeah. some in some cases yeah. i'm thinking specifically of someone that had tried um uh -huh. in a way that there was no backspace exactly yeah, 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 yeah. and and w another thing that that did not help me during those episodes is people telling me um how how like you know think about what you're doing to other people oh. if you do take your own life yeah. and it's just like the worst. no because like what i'm thinking is it'll be better for you you'll mm -hmm. get over it. you'll be sad and then you'll get over it mm -hmm. and then your life will be better because i'm not there anymore mm -hmm. yeah like that's so you telling me like think about other people like it's it, it's not a selfish decision for me to to think about taking mm -hmm. my own life. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm genuinely was thinking it was a selfless decision yeah. because yeah. I'm doing everybody else a favor. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think this reminds me of religion, where some religion thinks that if you take your own life, then that's a it's sin. It's a sin. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, the it's, same in, yeah. in, in 
in the in Russian yeah. Yes. yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. which yeah. is very messed up it's so fucked up yeah yeah oh yeah. my god yeah. um but yeah like you know i just kept on going to therapy and it kept on getting better and you know just you're right it's it's mm. about it's not about therapy isn't supposed to be forever Right. Oh, yeah. It can be. Yeah. It can be if, if you need it. If you need it, that's yes. totally if you want fair. It, yeah. If you want it, exactly. You know, it's completely, completely fair. But in my journey, it wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be for an amount of time where mm-hmm. I can get out of that yeah. of those episodes. Yeah. Congratulations um, for graduating. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Good and, on you. And I basically graduated <laughs> therapy. Amazing. But one of the things I will say was I. It wasn't just therapy, mm. and I. I had to go on medication yeah. because yeah. at that point my therapist was scared for my it was mm-hmm. my safety yeah. that yeah, 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 um yeah. that sh- that she was she was scared yeah. for and um I'm not going to lie I there was a huge stigma in my culture against taking medication mm-hmm. um and it basically feels like like a uh, and this isn't true. This isn't what I think. But it feels like a cop out. Like a, you've given up. Right. Mm. You know, like you're so fucking weak. You're yeah. going to need medication to control your emotions. Yeah. yeah. Like that was what went through my head. Mm-hmm. It does. It's that feeling of like of difference that mm. just gets exactly. heightened mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you assume nobody around me has to do this too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's yeah. not the case. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And another thing was just like, um, you know, putting things into my body mm-hmm. like it's just like you know what are you what are you putting things in, into your body do you really need the medication mm. for that yeah. um because it's something that you can try to work on with therapy and you know everybody's journey is very different mm-hmm. but i gave in i mean I, it's i didn't give in i needed it you accepted i yes i accepted mm. that i needed medication and even then i bought it and it sat there for a good week. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And as soon as I got on it, I was on it like it takes about, I think, six months, they mm-hmm. say, or mm-hmm. maybe six weeks. I don't know. There's a six in there. I think it's three months. Three months. Yeah. 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 So to, to actually like start taking effect and, and mm-hmm. start working. But me, I was so convinced that I wanted off of it as soon as possible. I was on it for maybe like two weeks. I had a therapy appointment being like, I'm great. Let's let's take me off. Let's start taking me off. And she's like, mm. no, honey, we're going to be increasing the dosage. What's hilarious, though, is for, for when I started getting on medication, they said that like the first two weeks, the initial process is going to be when you have like the worst like side mm. effects. And so they said, like, if it really sucks in the beginning, just come and talk to us. We'll we'll get you through this really rough period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then afterwards, I guarantee it's going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. When I so I started going on medication last year mm. and uh, I, I don't know if it's just my body because my body seems to react very well to different chemicals that mm-hmm. I've put in <laughs> which is maybe a good thing yeah absolutely um, a good thing but yeah. when I when I started on medication um, it just worked immediately like mm. it worked after like one to two weeks mm-hmm. wow it, yeah yeah, yeah. It, amazing yeah, yeah. I mean I, I think in, in my case it, it was genuinely a placebo because I wanted off the meds as, mm. as soon as possible yeah, yeah. Um, but and I did that, and mm-hmm. I did it 
Um, my therapist isn't listening. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine she would be. Um, but I, I came off of it against going against medical advice because mm. I wanted off of it as soon as possible. And I was like, look, it's fucking working. It got worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It got yes. so yes. much worse because, <laughs> because yes. I'm not a medical fucking professional exactly. and I was doing it wrong. Yeah. And it was so much worse. That yes. is you cannot just quit. Yeah, no. that is absolutely the thing about like mental health medication mm-hmm. is that you have to start it in a certain way and you have yes. to end it exactly. in a certain way. Oh yeah. my God. Well, I wasn't quitting it cold turkey. Like, you know, it because my doctor and my therapist did tell me like, okay, but when you do come off of it, this is how we'll do it. Because I did ask and, mm-hmm. and they're happy to answer my questions. I'm a yeah. patient. I'm asking questions. So I noted that and I was like, great, cool. I'm coming off of it, going off of their advice. No, worst decision do not fucking do that do not go against medical advice yeah i as soon as i came off it got so much fucking worse Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i had to come clean with my partner that that is what had happened because he caught me not caught me but he he basically walked in on me having a depressive episode and he said oh i thought you were you were going on medication i thought you were getting better and that's when i came clean and i said well actually i came off of it mm. and he's just like please don't please yeah. go 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 back go back on it um and thankfully i did <laughs> <laughs> and i think i was on it for a good year maybe year and a half and i did go through different different kinds of medications because yeah all the side effects and stuff had different side effects that that weren't working for me it's kind of like the pill you yeah. know you gotta oh, pick yeah. the right yeah, one yeah, well yeah. it's it's the same for any medication exactly. everybody's yeah. bodies are different yes. we react to things differently yeah. yeah and so there are some that might work for someone with your same condition that mm-hmm. might not work for someone else. exactly and you know so i went through different kinds and then i landed on one that didn't didn't have as many side effects and did you know put me in a, in a better state mm. and i i finished meds first before i finished therapy just oh, okay. in case i did was coming off the meds again and i did mm. get another episode i didn't mm-hmm. i was getting off the meds and i now had the tools to work on the things and i continued therapy until i graduated therapy nice Ooh. yeah <laughs> um and we love that. I, I like, actually like I, you know, I yeah. do, and, and don't get me wrong. Graduating therapy doesn't mean I'm like amazing You're every perfect. day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I still struggle with my mental mm-hmm. health. I just now have the tools to get myself out of those spaces. And I yeah. never go to the lowest points that mm. I had been. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely the, the goal of therapy mm-hmm. is exactly. to give you tools. Yes. To help yourself exactly yes. yeah like listen you will you will never feel always perfect oh, always yeah. always amazing like mm-hmm. you're gonna have shitty days life oh, happens period yeah, yeah exactly different seasons in life mm-hmm. exactly and different yeah. triggers oh yeah like i've i've realized i uh, after finishing therapy after finishing medication after everything thinking everything was good i then had a really 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 bad trigger <coughs> oh my god <laughs> this is how bad the trigger was um <laughs> my physical body is is reacting yeah. yeah exactly yeah. in disgust uh towards the trigger um but yeah i had a really really bad trigger and i i i didn't i 
I did go back into a depressive episode, not as as bad. Like that depressive episode was was more the like your common symptoms of depression, where like I couldn't get out of bed, I couldn't do mm. work, I couldn't do things. Like, mm. I mean, just to, to be fair, you caught me in that depressive episode when I did oh, yeah. finally fucking end up going into the lab because I had to, you know, because I wanted to. Yeah. And then you asked me if I was okay. Yeah. And I fucking wasn't, oh, right? Yeah. And that was like I'm not saying you were the trigger. I'm just saying, oh, like you know, oh, I people, hope not. No, God, 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 no. It's just oh the gosh. what, like you know, it's just like the are you okay? Yeah, right. Yeah. The are you okay? Yeah. Just, just yeah. fucking got someone. Me. Someone expressing care about your well-being exactly yeah, just yeah. makes yeah. you boil over. Um, and yeah, it was really, it was really hard, but again I had the tools to get over it and the thing that helped me the most was um, I had a friend who basically not 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 forced me or anything but basically that that person took me out and they said we can just sit here in silence Mm -hmm. we can just sit here in silence and that person took care of a lot of things because I had I had things going on for that day like teaching (laughs) like I was doing these things and that person took care of everything because they're like I do not you you should not be going in to teach a class because I'm like no I'm fine I'm fine it's all about persevering right I'm so fucking resilient the white knuckle society exactly like I can do it but I was actually having a panic attack Mm. and and the person was just like no let's you know don't worry I'll take care of everything everything will be fine let's just go and yeah we sat in that room in maybe the first hour it was just like either silence or just like random small talk and just like the person letting me let out my emotions and then after uh the person this time when the person asked me if I'm okay I I shared with them what was actually happening and it was like a 360 it was a 360 because I no longer felt like I was burdening the person with my feelings. Instead, I took their words um, as they are. They asked me if I'm okay, mm-hmm. and clearly I wasn't. So clearly they were open to hearing what was actually happening in my mm-hmm. life. And it like literally that day, the next day, I was significantly better because just having somebody validate my feelings yeah. <laughs> yeah. was fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was just huge. Absolutely. Um, and that person, uh, that, that's one of the things is that person was clearly in the mental space to hear me out. Mm. Not everybody is. Yeah, um, that does happen where like people can come to you for you know support and there are times where if you are not feeling in the best space, mm-hmm. it might be better for that person for you to be up front and say that you can't deal with it as much as that's going to hurt initially Mm -hmm. it is better off that they get help from someone who has the capacity Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. help them exactly and you can direct them to those resources but you do not have to be that resource Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's really crazy that we impose this really unfair double standards on ourselves where when someone comes to us and they're really struggling we're okay with that yeah but then when we're struggling and we're like we cannot even bring ourselves to ask for help and reach out yeah yeah, yeah. I, and I, I find that's the case a lot with with my mental health is I'm always astounded 
with the way that my brain can convince me of things mm. that so are not true. why did true. you end up seeking help, if you don't mind me asking, Sammy? Um, so I had felt for a long, long time that I wasn't feeling quite right. Mm. And I had potentially like I had experiences and opportunities to open up to certain people like mm-hmm. you mentioned people would go to counselor in high school mm-hmm. we had a counselor as well but I it was very much someone that you if I don't know maybe this is just me but I got the sense that it was sort of universal that like this is not a trustworthy person oh. like this is their job and mm. that's it and you yeah. they're going to like contact people and share your your private information that you don't want shared like it was Mm -hmm. very much seen as a as a invasion of privacy and and an unsafe person right but maybe that was just my brain again convincing me of something that was not true Mm -hmm. um moving into later in life in in uni um, it started to get a lot worse where it was starting to affect my, my daily life. It was starting to affect my sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had come up with certain methods to sort of get over it, where I, I started listening to really soft music at night to mm-hmm. help me fall asleep. You know, I would take like, I know people really liked um, melatonin yeah. and things like that, mm-hmm. that would sort of help in that sort of interim period. Um, but it just got to one point where I, I decided that I needed to, to mention it to somebody mm-hmm. and say like, Hey, I think I have this issue. Yeah. Um, I think we should keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I necessarily want to do anything about it right now, mm-hmm. but I want to make sure that someone else knows about it. That's very brave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and it did not 100% be received as well as I wanted it oh. to, mm-hmm. but okay. it was not a negative traumatic experience okay Mm. yeah that did not come until later in life Mm -hmm. where I was going through a really big transition in my life and um someone very close to me had noticed uh, a lot of things about Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. that were very clear symptoms of a problem Mm -hmm. Mm. and uh that person on my behalf um, I don't recommend doing this, mm. but on my behalf, spoke to a medical professional. Did they speak to you first? Yes. Mm. Um, but I I was not yet ready to speak to mm. a medical okay. professional. Yeah. Um, and so they spoke on my behalf. Right. The medical professional then came to me and mm. had a discussion with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was very much not open to that conversation yet. Mm. I think there is kind of a sweet spot. If the person is putting themselves in danger, like yeah. if, if, if the friend that I was talking to and I was saying that I wanted to end my life and I didn't go out and seek help, I think it would have been in my best interest for that friend to then go and seek help on my behalf. Yes. I think in if that case, if there is totally a, different. If there is a fear of someone endangering themselves, yes. Yes. absolutely. Yes, yes, exactly. This was not the case, yeah. which mm-hmm. is why it felt a little bit like a violation. Betrayal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it got me thinking about mm. seeking medical help. Okay. So mm. even if in that moment I wasn't ready to accept it, it mm-hmm. got me on that sort of thought process right. of like mm-hmm. what would I want out yeah. of seeking medical help mm-hmm. yeah. and what does that process look like etc mm-hmm. um, and so then when I started entertaining the idea I you know sought out people that were close to me asked what their thoughts were and again 
I received that same feedback of like, oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't seek help because the it's mm-hmm. it's not good. You know, yeah. people will think differently about yeah. you. People, people will think, think you're this crazy. You. Fucking yeah. hate that. Yeah. So all of these things, and so I didn't end up seeking help, and then. I went and had this really massive life change where I moved countries. Mm. Um, came to came yeah. to a country uh, with absolutely zero support network, yeah. mm. um, completely alone, and uh, started on a really big, you know, mental project of like yeah. a PhD. Oh, it's mm. huge! <laughs> um, and then COVID happened mm. and it so was you had like so again kind of yeah, like with Jess is like a snowball of things <laughs> yeah. on top yeah. of each other absolutely it was just all of these things and I just remember there was there was one day of an absolute breaking point like I had been functioning I knew it wasn't right mm. but I had been functioning yeah enough to like keep going about my day-to-day life without yeah. absolutely wanting to break down every single day yeah but it was just this one event that happened um, and I was just absolutely inconsolably crying, mm. um, having yourself. an absolute meltdown. Yeah. Oh, Sammy, well, this breaks my heart. I mean, yeah. I called my parents eventually. Okay. Oh, but, like, um, but it's hard because you're in a different time zone. Yeah. Right? yeah. You can be like, you know what? I can and only have the main mental breakdown at 8 p.m. because it'll be <laughs> yeah. at 8 a.m. at my parents. But it actually also like really broke my heart to have them on the phone because they can't do anything yeah Mm -hmm. you know there's only so much that you can do for someone when you're physically separated exactly and uh and i think that was really the the change that i received extensive amounts of support from my family to Mm -hmm. go and seek help yeah um and so that sort of got me on the process of actually going out to see a therapist Mm -hmm. and i I spoke to my GP first. I got a recommendation. Here in Australia, they had a system where you would get like free sessions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was uh, if I if you do like a mental health plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And so I, I went through that whole process. I started seeing a therapist that was recommended. One of the very long list that she gave me was <laughs> recommended from my GP. Mm-hmm. And she was really lovely. Um, there were often times, though, I felt like there's things that I, I again, I had that trust issue where mm. I, I didn't feel comfortable talking about certain things mm. yeah. um, and so again m- I very much fell back into that coping level like right. I wasn't ha- at my break point anymore mm-hmm. but I was not I, I didn't feel well right mm-hmm. um, autopilot yeah, yeah for sure yeah and it it helped for a while I felt good for a while mm. um, even though I, I didn't feel great I knew I didn't feel great. I knew something wasn't working, but I didn't have the the confidence or the um, the balls, I guess. I didn't have the <laughs> balls to break up with my therapist, right? Yeah. I was like, she's not doing a it's bad hard. job. She's exactly. not doing a bad job. Yeah. And she's, she's just not, something's not working. But I also didn't know what that would feel like when mm-hmm. something was working. Yeah. And believe me, you will know. Oh, when yeah. it feels like it's working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least for me, I, I knew mm-hmm. when I, because um, I lucked out. I didn't have to break up with my therapist. Oh. She was incredibly <laughs> pregnant by the time that we started working together. <laughs> she left so, on her own accord. <laughs> <laughs> and so she left for, you know, the birth of her child and mm-hmm. the, you know, first few months of being a mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she had recommended a couple of different people. I did a little bit of research on my own and found a specialist in 
uh, the things that I really needed help oh, with. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I uh, was really lucky to be able to start seeing this specialist. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, you have that interest in interim introduction period of like, I don't feel comfortable talking about things. Yeah. I don't know about this. Um, but then when we really started to to mesh and mm-hmm. have that good rapport and have that trust and conversation, mm-hmm. it was completely different. And also, I think one of the other big changes was getting on medication as well. Mm. Um, was I? And I don't think I had so much of a stigma around medication, mm. but I did have a fear because I'd heard from people that like they felt different when they were on medication yeah. so they they wanted to come off of it mm-hmm. okay. and there were people that said like oh i felt like a zombie on my medication I've heard or that I, too. I felt like yeah. i didn't feel like myself and there's a comedian by the name of taylor tomlinson who said the one of my favorite quotes about this sort of mentality where people are like oh, i didn't feel like myself on it and she's mm-hmm. like yeah, it's great when you don't feel like yourself. <laughs> it's like, because <laughs> I was miserable beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think it was the combination of, you know, really getting into a good relationship with my therapist and having that comfort to talk about things, mm-hmm. but also getting that medication because it was very much for me a very big part of feeling better. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, and I've been with I've been with that same therapist ever since. Um, he's very lovely. I am starting to move into the like phasing out phase of mm. like not seeing him as often because I I definitely started in a very rough place yeah. of like every single week mm-hmm. needing a session. Yeah. yeah. Um. But now I'm at the pl- this pace of like I'll see you once a month. Yeah. Maybe nice. that's nice. great. And yes, it's it's amazing. very fantastic to mm-hmm. look back. Like we've had multiple times where I've been able to like. Uh, he has he's asked me to like reflect on the things that I used to struggle with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and think of myself a year ago and I was like I would not have believed you mm. if you oh, told yeah. me a year ago that I would be in this position today oh yeah oh yeah I 100% agree that I would feel this way yeah, 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 yeah I thought it was yeah. impossible oh yeah I thought it, I thought I just autopilot was like the best case scenario oh yeah 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 because yeah, 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 yeah. I had gotten to the point where so much of my life was consumed by mental yeah. illness. Yes. Where I, it was my day in, mm-hmm. day out, uh-huh. 24-7. It basically feels, well, in my case, felt like my identity. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And to then have that freedom mm-hmm. and that flexibility to live life, Yeah. it was just f- fresh air. Like oh, yeah, breathing yeah. for the first yeah, time. Because yeah. yeah. I think people describe depression often as like an elephant sitting on your chest mm. you feel exhausted mm. you feel heavy yeah. you feel like just overburdened mm-hmm. yeah and having that you know that ability to be free from your mental health you know yeah. problem whatever yeah. it may be is just like breathing it oh, yeah. feels amazing yeah yeah a hundred percent because i feel like you when you're in when you're struggling with mental health it like especially for a very long time you forget what it's like to have positive feelings yeah Yeah. or just have good things happening to you yeah Mm -hmm. and not feel guilty about oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's good to feel the way that you do after Uh getting uh the help yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. 100 and i i definitely think as well you know post covid me starting to get better and feel better i was able to make better connections with people yes you know i like i knew both of you but Mm -hmm. we didn't have a relationship until i was better mentally yeah Yeah. 
And yeah. I like because because I remember thinking like I knew you because we were in the same lab. Jeff. Yeah, from work. And, yeah, and it <laughs> and was just acquaintance. like a person. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it was just something changed in my life where I was much more comfortable speaking mm. to other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and having then that support network, I feel like just exponentially things just get better when yeah. you have yeah. that support. Yeah, because as you said, like you had your friend, you had your partner, and they were able to help you. I mm-hmm. found that having a support network here with me physically was so so helpful Mm -hmm. yeah yeah community exactly Mm -hmm. um that actually is a great transition into kind of tools and Mm. and tools that you have learned uh if you're happy to share um jess i'd I'd like to start with you could you could you share us a bit of the (laughs) tools and and how you utilize these tools so i have been meditating almost every single day for more than a year now Mm -hmm. and i think that has been well on top of medication Mm -hmm. i I think medication is like it, it like changed yeah. I, I wouldn't say that changed my life, mm-hmm. but it has helped me so much. I feel mm-hmm. like it catalyzes it. I feel oh, like yeah. you like you could have gotten there eventually. But it would have been a way bigger oh, yeah, steeper yeah, yeah. climb. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And medication is just it like gives you such a massive leg up. Mm, it really does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And just like propels you forward mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. Um so on top of medication, uh meditation (laughs) has really helped me um in in a sense that every morning well not exactly the first thing that i do but um after i have breakfast Mm. um because i don't want to think about like how hungry i am yeah and remember he's a foodie oh yes (laughs) yes i need to satisfy my stomach before i satisfy my mind (laughs) (laughs) and just have like five to ten minutes just sit down um listen to what my body is saying uh and see what sort of feelings are coming up Mm. and then not really analyze it for some people maybe that is what they do when they meditate but Mm -hmm. for me i have found it really useful to just watch it Mm. and like observe it Mm -hmm. and um some like an analogy that i've learned recently is imagine you're holding you're holding a chain in one hand Mm -hmm. um try not to push it away Mm. and try not to pull it towards yourself just keep it there yeah just keep it there yeah and not purposefully make it swing Mm. how how long do you meditate for so uh when i first started which was when things were a bit rough Mm. (laughs) it was about 20 minutes Mm -hmm. um oh really yeah because i feel like uh, the advice that i've gotten from people is to start really short because you Mm. don't have the like attention span to keep Mm. thinking about it in the right way yeah so at that time because i i had a different uh, meditation technique at that time. So I was working to process my feelings Mm -hmm. uh, and just sit with my negative feelings every morning. Mm -hmm. And then... That must have been so tough. Oh, yeah. It was tiring. Yeah. Yeah, I just sit with negative emotions for 20 minutes. Yeah. And a lot of the times I would just sit there and cry. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was just... it Like, it was so sad. And you'd still do it in in the morning? Um, I don't do that anymore. Oh, okay. So I just sit there and I watch my emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes when... Like, sometimes life events happen, Mm -hmm. big or small... 
I just observe it. Yeah. And just learn to let it be mm-hmm. and not try to like push it in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, for how long do you meditate? Uh, about five to ten minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I do that. And then after that, I stretch. I do some stretches mm-hmm. for another five to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Usually I stretch my legs because I sit in front of a computer screen all day. And right. I think that's pretty important. Yeah. And then after I stretch, I exercise for about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because keeping your mind... Uh, like keeping your mind healthy is also important oh, as yeah. keeping your body healthy. Yes, yeah. they're 100%. very much like they're not separate things. Yeah. No, yeah. they're yeah. very much tied Agreed. together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I have to stress that I don't actually like exercising. Oh, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> and like when I am exercising, I am not happy. Right. Mm. But after I've exercised, uh-huh. I feel a lot better about myself. Right. Because mm-hmm. I have accomplished something. And also the endorphins. Oh, yeah. Exercising totally. releases endorphins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, agree. Yeah. How about you, Sammy? Um, in terms of things that I do now, I and things that have been consistent throughout my journey with therapy, again, medication was really big for me. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that. Um, I would say my advice would be, and this is, I think, specific to certain mental illnesses, mm-hmm. but for me... It was very much to challenge myself Mm. and to be comfortable with sitting, again, sitting with your feelings Mm -hmm. and feeling your feelings, um, pushing yourself to do the things that you may be afraid to do, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, having the the tough conversations that you may feel like you don't want to have. And yeah, just challenging yourself every single day and not just challenge once challenge and repeat keep doing the things that scare you Mm -hmm. um because if you don't it'll continue to rule your life yeah Yeah. um i'm you i'm with (laughs) i'm with jess on this one um i i actually do i do the stretching and i do Mm. the exercising every morning for me i have a really hard time with meditation um although Medication, 100%. Yes. Definitely. I, yeah. I'm with both of you for this. <laughs> Even medication. though you don't take it 100%. anymore. I don't yeah. take it anymore because I don't yeah. need to. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, but I, I love to do exercises in the morning mm. and I do mine for about 30 minutes. And nice. in that is kind of like my med- my meditation mm-hmm. session. You're um, focusing on your body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I have a really hard time sitting still. Yeah. yeah. So doing something like just stretching in the morning for 30 minutes. And I, mm-hmm. I kind of set a habit and a routine and I don't really change it. It is, mm-hmm. it's, I really like to do it. Yeah. Um, and then for me, I'll maybe exercise, maybe not, because mm-hmm. that kind of, you know, goes back into like body image episodes uh, and things okay. like that. Like, yeah. I don't want to make it if in my brain, uh-huh. if I'm just like, you have to exercise, and then yeah. it's just like, you didn't exercise and now, and then all these bad body mm-hmm. image. Yeah. You don't want to obsess over it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I don't obsess over it. It's my, it's like, if I have the time, great, I'll exercise. But the stretching, because it makes me feel good and mm. because I enjoy it, mm-hmm. I'll do it no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love, I love waking up with that. And um, having a, a good breakfast, like a breakfast that I enjoy, yeah. I always like, listen to my body. I'm like, what do I want today? Do I mm. want sweet, savory, whatever? Mm-hmm. Hopefully I have the time to make it. If I want pancakes, unfortunately, I won't be making pancakes during the weekday. Mm-hmm. I just don't have time for it. Sad. Um, but I'll do, I'll do my best to like, you know, 
have toast with jam or whatever, yes. you know, like to, to, to satisfy some sort of craving and to have uh, a coffee or a, some sort of warm drink also just makes me like feel feel good about the morning and, yeah. and feel good mm-hmm. about a nice start to the yeah. morning. As, as much as um, like people overly rely on home remedies to solve problems, I definitely think that there is something in a warm beverage that just oh, yeah. heals the soul. Oh Agreed. yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think like taking uh, taking that that moment for self care seems to be mm-hmm. the the consistent theme, and I've absolutely yeah. like I absolutely do that. Don't not just the challenging yourself. Absolutely mm-hmm. take those times of celebration and yes. and comfort. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. But I think my biggest thing that I learned to do, and that was from therapy, and that I do now, is I say things like. I'm proud of myself mm. oh, because that, that was one of the hardest yeah. things for me to get over is actually be happy for myself and mm. feel accomplished mm-hmm. because with the culture I grew up and I'm sure both of you can relate. It's like, you're yeah. never good enough. There's yeah. always oh, going to yeah. be something better for you. You should yeah. always keep climbing that hill. That hill literally never ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just to be like, no, you know what? I am good enough. Yeah. yeah. I am proud of myself. Say oh, yeah. thank you to that. yourself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Be like, you know what? You accomplished this thing. Fucking congratulations. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. good on me. Yes. Um, because yeah, that was mm-hmm. a very hard yeah. thing to do. Yeah. And it, yeah. uh, in the beginnings, it felt so fucking gross. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. It feels so, so cringe. Gross. Yeah. 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 And now so it's strange. like, nah, I'm fucking proud of myself, bitch. Yeah. I fucking did this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like really, really important. Um, you know, we we talk about, you know, needing to to check in with yourself. And mm. there are people that really struggle with that. I find there's certain groups that struggle with this much more. We've talked about our own cultures, but also um, there's often times the stigma against men mm-hmm. um, mm. for for opening up about mental and emotional struggles. Um, but to I I guess the main takeaway is to keep track of yourself mm-hmm. keep checking in with yourself yeah um and i guess the what i'd want to end with is to thank both of you guys mm. for sharing your stories thank you so much for being here yeah um check in with your friends yeah check yeah. in with your friends and thank you for listening thank you for being here with us and having a discussion on mental health Conversations. 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 Conversations.